0: Hello, and welcome to an intro to Anthro with Two Humans. I'm human number one, John McCrae. And I'm human number two, John Lear. And this is the podcast where we reassess what it means to be human. And the title of this episode is Footbags, Mules, and Wellies, The Two Humans Salute the Shoe.
1: <laughs> so, <what's> up, John... <laughs> It's about time. It's right, about right. time. For a minute there, I thought you were going to do the gloves first, and I was going to be like, what are you talking about? <laughs> no, no. You got to do, do shoe. the shoe. Yeah. This,
0: is like the, uh, this is like the Kennedy honors, or <laughs> like the <laughs> Met Gala. You know, we should be we should, celebrities we... coming in here to salute Absolutely. the shoe. Absolutely.
1: I mean, everyone talks about the wheel or fire yeah. being the most important, but I think you got to put shoe right up there, right I up think there. So.
0: I think so too. (laughs) anybody
1: anybody who's walked on a gravel road knows how important a shoe is, right? Even
0: a flip flop. Give me anything. Just give me
1: something. Yeah,
0: exactly. So, so tonight (laughs) we're going to be looking at the shoe. And uh, John, I'm not sure if you've uh, noticed uh, over the past few months or this summer that there's been a lot of big big events going on in shoe archaeology. Really? Uh, (laughs) No,
1: I have not. (laughs) Well, you've been very busy. You've been very busy. I've been busy, yeah. Well, you know, my feed tells me, you know, you know how it tracks what you're searching for and everything, so who knows? Right, Well, let me, I'll just bring some up
0: to you, because, you know, like I said, in case you missed it. Uh, September 18th, 2023, Laura Gagel from Live Science reported that that a child's shoe from the second century B.C. had been found in a mine in Austria. And really? The sh-
1: I was just <laughs> in Austria. I, should, I, I wish <laughs> I'd known. I would have gone and visited the mine.
0: You could have done a remote, <laughs> remote, oh, stuff, remote broadcast damn. for it. Oh. Uh, The shoe was made of leather. And it was basically a piece of leather with some lace. Back then, I mean that the idea of shoe is like in quotes, I think. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Back then. You just try to get something thicker than skin and tie it to you somehow. Right. right. Yeah. Just,
0: so it's a basically a piece of leather uh went around the feet and then they tied it on there uh with some twine. And uh, it's really it was, more of a sock, if you really
1: want to get down to it.
0: Yeah, yeah very thick sock. <laughs> Uh, It was found near the remains of a wooden shovel, and Mm. what archaeologists think, this may be evidence that children were living living and working underground, mining rock salt at that time. Oh,
1: God. Even back then. (laughs) Jesus. I thought you were going to say, scientists have surmised that... The kid was digging something, and his shoe slipped off, and he couldn't yeah. find it.
0: No, they think he was living down there, or she was living down there. Oh, uh, there wasn't any style. You can tell if this was a, a male or female shoe, but you know, it just kind of makes. It, it, somehow, I find that comforting. Of like, even you know, twenty five hundred years ago or something, like uh, kids' lives still sucked. Yes,
1: <laughs> even back then. Even get back out then. there, Emily. Get me some yeah. rock
0: salt, Dad. Yeah. Go do oh. it. Just sucks. I'm so tired of digging rock salt. I'm so tired of digging rocks. Uh,
1: salt. <laughs> you then, like your meat uh, salty, don't you? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It just just Salt sucks. doesn't it grow on like trees.
0: 2,000 years, like, kids are still upset about their lives. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you should just be happy Uncle Harry found that vein. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, then there was uh, September 29th, so this was about 10 days later, uh, Patrick Smith of NBC News reported that a pair of sandals discovered in a bat cave, a, a cave full of bats in southern
1: Spain. Not the not the Batman cave. See, right, if you right. say <laughs> bat cave, I'm immediately. <laughs> yeah, I knew that would get your interest. I which, love by the answer. way, a little factoid, I live very close uh, to the original bat cave from the TV show. Really? Yes. Where it's, is it? Where it, is it, it, it up in just up Beechwood. It's walking distance from my house. Oh, yeah. Really? Mm-hmm.
0: When, it, is that the one where he, it would, like
1: the <laughs> the bush would fall down and he would drive through it or something? <laughs> no, like that, there. that they shot somewhere else. <laughs> uh, this was like when you're inside it or when he pulls in. Or oh, whatever. okay, yeah. oh, okay. All
0: yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, can you tour that? Can you go in
1: that? Or is yeah, that- yeah. People go in there all the time. You know, right. it's a big big spot for love making and graffiti. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, next time
0: I'm out there, you'll have to take me out there. just for, all right, I just want to see gonna, it. I don't want any of the other stuff. Yeah, right. We're going to bring our spray cans, <laughs> I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Intro to anthro. They immediately track <laughs> us. Uh, so anyway, uh, but on September 29th, Patrick Smith reported that this, this pair of shoes, they'd actually found it back in the... Uh, 1800s, this this old pair of sandals in this cave. Wow. And, wow. They, and they were finally able to date them, and they think that those uh, sandals are 6,200 years old.
1: Holy <laughs> shit. Wow. Yeah. yeah. These are some old sandals. Those that got to be well made to last that long. <laughs> I know, like the Birkenstocks I know. of uh, yesteryear. Right. Right. And they, wow. they think it
0: may be the oldest footwear ever discovered in Europe
1: amazing
0: so, amazing <laughs> it, it, what's amazing to me is uh, for you know physical anthropologists and archaeologists uh, for years have been trying to find like the oldest skull the oldest human mm-hmm. <laughs> the human skull mm-hmm. now we're just happy to find like an old pair of shoes <laughs> 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 everybody well, just wants guess. to find
1: something important <laughs> just something Well, I'm going <laughs> to guess um, and I haven't seen pictures of either of these shoes that you've discussed but I'm right. gonna guess that um, there's not a lot of arch support.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was it was pretty hard to to build that up at that time. To uh, like I said, there's not much design in it. There's not yeah. much design.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: Um, <laughs> uh, and then probably the most exciting shoe news. uh we go. That came out this summer uh, was back in August, and that was uh, Irene Ivanage of the Greek Reporter. Uh, reported that archaeologists in South Africa discovered some footprints that showed humans may have been wearing sandals over 100,000 years ago.
1: Yes. <laughs> I could have told them that. I know. You get you I know. step on what you get out there in the river and you're trying to catch a fish, you ever step on a river rock right god oh,
0: damn it's
1: awful. Whoa, it's awful it's the worst and you make fun of those people wearing those footsie shoes you know that fit on the yeah. toes and yeah. everything those river shoes you make fun <laughs> of them but man once you all get out there canoeing you're like man oh, i wish yeah. i had some you
0: always think you can do it you're always like oh i'm just going to go out into the middle of there it's okay like when you're out there swimming but you try walking out on the gravel and everything get you-
1: it there's a guy and I met him here in Los Angeles who went without shoes. He told me he'd been living here eight years and had never put on shoes. Oh, Oh. he was a weird dude, (laughs) as you can imagine. But I just like in LA, like what the hell dude?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Some people do that. Some people take like real pride in the fact that I don't wear shoes, man. Look how thick my the soles of my feet are. It's like, yeah, I'm looking (laughs) at how thick the soles of your feet are. Uh, (laughs) <laughs> and then Ooh. Dario Dario Radley of the Archaeology News Online magazine uh, confirmed that these footprints were in like three different locations in South Africa, hmm. and uh, based on the nearby sediments, they think that you know these footprints are from seventy three thousand to one hundred forty eight thousand years. Wow! Damn! Yeah. And they were
1: far <laughs> apart. That's a long walk that guy went on. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> Say a pair of shoes. Say a pair of shoes. Uh, and and they know how do they know that they were sandal prints? Is that well, by there's no toes, there's no toes mm. in these prints, so you could tell they're footprints, but there's no toe prints.
1: I don't know. I'm, you know, <laughs> what about the guy didn't have a toe? You right. know, just round. I don't it know. Off. This is round. this is where archaeology. Maybe mm. you make an ass out of you and me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, They also say that up until now, uh, you know, probably the oldest pair of shoes were a pair of sandals from Oregon that were thought to be about 10,000 years old.
1: Of course. Of course, it's from Oregon. People are still wearing the same sandals up there.
0: (laughs) I know. know. It hasn't
1: changed
0: changed much. And Hmm. then they think uh, Neanderthals, uh, they think Neanderthals seem to have been using some footwear as well. Really, They go back maybe one hundred and thirty thousand years. Whoa! Uh, and uh Radley says that you know, while archaeologists are cautious about the discovery, this discovery challenge. This is a quote challenges previous notions about the history of footwear. Yes, <laughs> I don't
1: yes. Know. There's I don't a lot know. of it. A lot of people <laughs> are releasing a new edition of the history of the shoe. You know.
0: <clears throat> yeah. I was trying to think, you know, after I read that, I was trying to think of what my previous notions of footwear were <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> but you know what? Nothing nothing having to do with footwear uh, would surprise me. But but yeah. I think what, what you were saying too, and what I find interesting is that even prehistoric hom- hominins were, uh, they weren't just making tools, <laughs> but they were saying
1: like, Hey, my feet hurt. <laughs> my feet yes. My feet. Yeah. Oh, it was yeah. such a good idea to walk upright. Such a yeah. good, we evolved to walking upright. <laughs> yeah, and then what like, happens? Uh, Your feet hurt. Right. And all all we, my is,
0: weight is on my feet. What, yes. what are we doing? It's,
1: it's a metaphor for everything that we've become. <laughs> we, we, we evolve into something that makes life worse. Yeah. Like our big brains.
0: You know, a right, big brain, right.
1: they get bigger and bigger and bigger. And then suddenly we invent stuff that, you know, imprisons us for life. <laughs>
0: it's it's like, <laughs> like the internet. Like
1: one of I wonder if one of them was like,
0: I want to go back. I want to go back to walking on all fours. <laughs> it was so much easier
1: though. Everybody made fun this? of him. Yeah. Keith, we're not going to walk on all fours. Come no, on, that's get over. up. <laughs> Come on, you get Luddite. <laughs> get with it.
0: Uh. And, and so, John, as you can see, this is a very exciting time uh, oh, to be alive no and idea. to be living through this as far as like history of uh, archaeology of footwear goes. I, I thought mean, this
1: <laughs> period was going to be remembered by the pandemic or what, uh, you right. know, the uh, all kinds of I never thought that this period <laughs> would be defined by the discovery yeah. of ancient footwear. Right. This is going to change everything. So
0: just be thankful. Be thankful to be alive. It's a good time to be alive. Yes. (laughs) Right. Uh, As we discussed in our episode about taste, um, I'm not really into much. Like I'm not into like stereos or cars
1: or anything, but I am into glasses Mm -hmm. and I am into shoes. Yes, you are. (laughs) And you gave me some advice when I got married. You said, always get married with a new pair of shoes and new underwear. (laughs) Right, right. And I did it. I I did it.
0: I think, uh, and own your shoes when you get married. Yes. Because you don't want all the memories that go into that pair of shoes. You don't want
1: to just take it back and have some kid wearing it at, at prom the next
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> some guy using that shoe spray that they use at bowling hours yeah. and just oh. renting it on to the next kid. <laughs> yeah, I agree.
0: Uh, I remember you. Uh, you said I think it was maybe last or a couple episodes ago that you had mentioned that you you wear a lot of boots now. But how about yes. tennis shoes? Do you still wear tennis shoes or do you?
1: I do when I run? I jog. Uh, yeah. uh, and I, I wear them then, but I don't wear tennis shoes a lot just out and about. I've got, you know, my, uh, I've got some, a fancy pair that I'm supposed yeah. to wear yeah. according to my, uh, the people I live with, my family that I'm supposed yeah. to wear in certain situations, but no, <laughs> I don't, I wear primarily, hmm. I either wear, I wear boots during the winter and flip yeah. flops during the summer. And that's, <laughs> that's it's all you weird.
0: get. That's it. Did you you've worn flip-flops for a long time, right? Oh, I mean, that's always with
1: you. They're genius. I mean, you can take yeah. them off whenever you want. I know people don't like seeing your feet, but I don't give a yeah. I mean, just don't look at them.
0: <laughs> you ever put socks on with them or no, with something no, like that. No,
1: no, you can These are relevant. these are, you know, old-fashioned flip-flops. They're not going to flip or flop if you put socks on. You you need to get right in between that toe and that that number 2. Yeah. Oh, right in there. And oh. that's why and that's why, you know, maybe those those uh, footprints they found without the toe, maybe, yeah. I, you know, maybe it was just a toeless guy. He couldn't get <laughs> his
0: flips to flop. I, I'm that same way. I My toes, I, I reject them. I put on flip-flops. I reject my feet, reject them. And you know, I'm like, <laughs> when I try to walk in them, I'm like, you know, when you put your dog in boots or something and <laughs> the dog tries to walk with you. Yeah. I'm sort of that way. I have a real... <laughs> Hard time walking. You got
1: to work at it. You just got to keep going,
0: keep going. I'll have push to push I'll, I'll have to drive out to a parking lot by myself sometimes. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> walk around
1: out, out in the mall before the mall opens. I'll go. What's out that there. guy doing out there? <laughs> looks like he's trying to learn how to walk on flip flops. Yeah. No, yeah. look, he's look
0: at he's putting cones. He's putting cones out. He's putting <laughs> cones out to walk around. Him. <laughs> Uh, so, in an article titled "Provocations on Sneakers: The Multiple significations, significations of Athletic Shoes, Sport, Race, and Masculinity," yeah, that sounds academic. Uh, yes, it Dylan does. Miner says shoes have the ability to imbue a sense of self-respect
1: to those who don a good pair. Yes, yes, <laughs> and like everything else, you know the the, the machine. The corporate right. machine has convinced us that, you know, we've got to, it's not about quality. It's, it's, right. it's, there's so right. much now imbued in a, in a shoe, imbued yeah. in a shoe. That's a good and uh, I think, song title. I think if you, uh,
0: yeah, when you see somebody in like a really nice pair of shoes or yeah. like a really nice pair of sneakers, mm-hmm. you're like, okay, they know it. <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> they they do. Or, or yes. you may not know it, but people who are into shoes.
1: You know they it. know it. You yes, know that's it. Yeah. exactly right. And when you're out in, when you're overseas and you know going by these sh- fancy <laughs> shoe shops that I've been you know, you kind of go, "Hey, wait a minute, yeah, I get it. I get yeah. it." Yeah, but they better be comfortable.
0: <laughs> you know what was funny? Uh, when I worked for the Italian tourist board, we had like a uh like an Italian Supreme Court judge come over one time because Whoa. they'll come over and do audits on everything. Oh, uh, on all A the Supreme other-
1: Court judge
0: Jesus yeah, Christ the equivalent the equivalent of it but it, wow. but it was pretty high up and so my bosses were all really scared about this guy coming over for months and so we really worked hard to get the office ready and get everything all of our you know files in order and stuff when the guy got over there all he wanted to do was go shoe shopping yeah. in <laughs> Chicago <laughs> because shoes are so expensive in Italy he just wanted yeah. to go shoe shopping he Aww. came in and just kind of looked around, like, "Okay, yeah, that looks okay. good. Can somebody take me out?" <laughs> like, you know, well, the big shoe shoes warehouse. Did he want?
1: Did he want sneakers? Did he want tennis shoes? Like, or did he want like leather, like floor shines? What did he want? Wingtips? Like,
0: like floor shine? All of them. Yeah. He, he, a friend of mine that I worked with, had to drive him around to a bunch of shoe shops <laughs> buying shoes.
1: That's amazing. <laughs> so, That's fantastic. Um,
0: in her book, Shoes, A Celebration of Pumps, Platforms, Sandals, and Slippers, Boots, Mules, oh. Sneakers, and more. Everybody has these shoe, these shoe <laughs> titles. are going crazy. Uh, Linda O'Keefe says, shoes are a force for change, a means of shedding the past and buying into the future.
1: Mm, okay. And then she,
0: she says that shoes not only reflect social history, they are a personal record of our lives. Touchstones that evoke a time, a place... An emotion and mm. as um, mementos of occasion uh, of occasions on which they were worn shoes preserve the past triggering memories as vivid as those in a photo album jesus she's yeah. really into shoes
1: <laughs> yeah man i,
0: know, I, know. I mean I,
1: yeah okay
0: i, I think that it's was, true though like if you i mean she's talking about like When you see a pair of shoes that you wore like years ago, or something, or when you see like a pair of shoes in your closet that you you wore at a special occasion, like your wedding, we were talking about, yeah, yeah, those shoes trigger a memory in your mind. That's (laughs) true. Those
1: shoes hold or record emotional memories for you you know it's funny when my mom passed uh we decided to take some of put some of her items on a table along with photos and things like that yeah yeah and uh i put a pair of shoes her shoes up there on it was like on a you know eight foot table just all these Hmm. different mementos and my mom her watch and glasses and and it was so emotional to people to see right the the mundane things that she wore every day like her glasses and her shoes those kinds of things really uh it, it touched me too i was just like yeah. wow yeah. yeah like
0: like you don't i mean you don't consciously think about how important shoes are I'll, I'll give you a story about my mother as well is uh when she had come over to visit me when i was in europe we had traveled around a little bit and one time we were in paris and we were coming home after dinner one time and we just happened to stumble we walked into this little square the square in paris and they were having a street festival out there and so they were playing, you know, guitar and accordion and violin and people were dancing uh, in couples. And so my mom and I just kind of looked at each other and we just we said, let's go. dance. You know, we just kind of automatically went out and started dancing Aww, with each other. And so we just danced so a few songs and we had a really good time. And it was really fun. and It wasn't planned. And then years later, like decades later, I happened to be visiting her in Kansas, uh, Kansas City. And she was showing me something in her bedroom. And then we we were getting ready to go back out into the living room and she stopped me and she picked up this pair of shoes and she goes, you know what these are? And I said, no, I mean, they're just an old pair of shoes, you know. And she goes, these are the the shoes I wore when I danced on the streets in Paris.
1: Oh, and, uh, isn't
0: that it's, it's so it's like she, you touched
1: her. That's so great. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: Your and, mom was and it was great. like she and those shoes had shared something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like decades mm-hmm. later, there mm-hmm. was still magic in in those shoes that uh, that she had it, it's worn. It's funny.
1: I have a pair of Red Wing boots that I've had for like thirty years. Like they're perfectly yeah. broken, and I've had them resold a bunch of times. And I'm telling you, hmm. when I wear those, people comment on them. Like, oh, you're wearing that <laughs> you're wearing your boots. You know, like yeah, they, yeah, they, you know, yeah. They just they know those boots. So yeah, funny. like. Like, you're in there. Part of your personality or part of your soul is in those boots, you know? Fuck, yeah. Uh, I had to break those in. It hurt like hell. God <laughs> damn, breaking in boots is hard.
0: Uh, the other thing I find interesting about it, like, your shoes will go through hell with you. You know what mm. I mean? Like, if you mm. if your car breaks down and you got to walk through the snow or walk, th- <laughs> walk through yep. mud and everything, when you get done, you look like hell and your boots look like hell. You know, more than any other... <laughs> pair article of clothing you have your shoe You're right your boots will are there with you you know we're like okay buddy let's let's stick together on this one and uh last night after i had written all this kind of getting ready for for this episode i happened to glance into my closet as i was getting ready to go to bed and all of my old i wear mostly boots and all of my boots old boots were just kind of sitting in there and, and they're all like the the laces were out, the tongues were hanging out uh, they're kind of beat up, you know the soles are all scuffed up, the toes and they look like a bunch of like old boxers or, or like old
1: football players just kind of like sitting in there like, all right, John,
0: we're there whenever you need us whenever you need us, you know do
1: you hang on to your old footwear? like do you ever throw them away or you keep them forever?
0: Not my not the good boots. Not my Red Wings or you know mm-hmm. the the good ones. I always always hang on the other ones. Yeah. Like if you buy like a cheap pair of shoes, I'll throw those out. Yeah, but yeah, um, but it's just I don't know. There's so much I don't know memory in in, yeah. in a
1: good pair of boots. There's um, certain shoes you just have to have. Like everybody needs a pair of boots. Everybody needs sandals of some sort. And then yeah. usually the the third category is like a pair of Chuckies. You know, everybody. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. if you don't have a pair of Chuckies, you're like, well, I, I right, I, I, like I haven't had any in a while, and every time I I see them in the store, I'm like, God damn, I need a pair of Chuckies.
0: Right, right. I Remember, I, I tried to run a lot, and I was like, when we were doing our show years ago, <laughs> and I was like, screwing up my back and everything. <laughs> you were you were the one that said to me, like, L- what kind of shoes are you using? Let me take a look, <laughs> look at those shoes, and they were just those Chuckies. <laughs> it was just like. It's just like running on a like a, a. I might as well have put on the shoebox itself and run around. It'd probably give me more support.
1: So. Yeah, yeah. That's why people back then, when the Chuck, when people wore Chuckies, they all died in their forties. You know, <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, just terrible knee problems and everything. <laughs> uh, I don't. Have you heard Sting's album, uh, The Last Ship? I have, have not you listened to it. The- no. Um,
1: Once the police broke up, I'm I was done with Sting. <laughs>
0: They uh, The Last Ship is a brilliant album that he wrote about his childhood growing up. I don't know where he grew up. It was somewhere in the north of England in a shipbuilding town. Handsome uh, town. That yeah. guy's so good
1: looking. <laughs> Jesus.
0: I know, I know. <laughs> uh, but there's a song in that called uh, Dead Man's Boots. Hmm. And the, the song is told from the point of view of an old dying father who's worked in the shipyards his whole life. And he's going to give his son his his work boots and Mm. and the father says uh it's a it's a great song just about like how important these boots are and what these boots will do for Mm -hmm. you and what these boots have seen and the father says these dead man's boots know their way down the hill they could walk there themselves and they probably will there there's a place for ye there to sink your roots and take a walk down the river in these dead man's boots and it's just so, it's such a great song. Um, I like that. Yeah. Um, I Dead think they tried to make boots. that in. <laughs> Dead Man, it's a brilliant album. They tried to make it into a, uh,
1: a Broadway show, I think. It oh, didn't that's go right. Through. That's the one. That's yeah. the one they yeah. tried to do, huh? Yeah. God, they'll yeah. make a Broadway show out of anything now. <laughs> I know. Just wait till we get one. <laughs> just wait till we get one. <laughs> Intro to Anthro. Read- <laughs> My name yeah. is John. I'm
0: human too. <laughs> Yeah. Who do you want to play you? Who do you want to play you? In that?
1: Oh, God. I don't know. Some young, handsome dude.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. How kinda, about
1: you? Who do you? Who I don't you know. Thinking?
0: Paul Jamadi. Paul he's kind of hot. Oh. Right he's kind of like, <laughs> Paul Jamadi, can he do it? Yeah. Or?
1: yeah. He's big. Can he sing? Who's probably. It?
0: Jason Alexander. They'll probably cast Jason
1: Alexander. Yeah. Oh. Well. Yeah. I'll get, uh, <laughs> I don't know, Jerry Seinfeld. They'll just bring him back. Oh, man. <laughs> but hopefully
0: they could kind of uh, like spice us up a little bit, kind of give us a little <laughs> better material. Uh, so anyway, and, you know, as you've mentioned already, John, because we're bipedal primates, I think our connection to the earth is through is through our feet, obviously. Yeah. Those are the two points that are always in contact with the... Uh,
1: well, it's one of the things with, that with sets the... us apart from everything else, you know, and uh, right. certainly the other primates. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And, and through, I think our shoes, because those are our, the, the medium through which we, or our connection to the ground, maybe that's why there's such a personal connection to, to our shoe. <laughs> maybe I'm being a little, trying to be a little more ph- philosophical about it, but, uh, but it's, it's what attaches us to the earth, I guess, <laughs> our shoes.
1: Yeah. I like that. It's true. Yeah. It
0: literally, <clears throat> um, And that's why I always say to people, and and I know it's, I went years, always buying cheap shoes. I always Mm -hmm. bought really cheap shoes because I didn't Mm -hmm. care. I didn't, I wasn't aware of how important they were. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and one thing I found out was, uh, when it comes to shoes, just like with stereo equipment, (laughs) you,
1: you get what you pay for. Yes, you you do. (laughs) Yes, you do. You know, I went back. Uh I needed a stereo for my car. And uh I think yeah. I told you about this, but I went to one of those stereo places and I saw a Blau Punk. <laughs> and uh when we were growing up, a Blau punk was like an amazing, That was yeah. like, What? Yeah, that's a Punk. And I said, I want the Punk, And the guy goes, No, no, you don't. He goes, That's that's that that's the worst thing. And I said, Listen, listen, you put that Blau punk <laughs> in my car, man. Yeah. <laughs> and he was right. It was—it's a piece of shit. But I didn't yeah. care. Finally, yeah. had my Blau Punk.
0: <laughs> It Took forever. Was it sitting over on like a folding table, like a card <laughs> table over there? With some stuff that
1: <laughs> it was over on the right, you know, next to the Sears one, you know, or whatever—the <laughs> the brand that just says stereo.
0: Yeah, Radio Shack. It's a, over in the Radio Shack. Radio Shack yeah. has yeah. made sold there now. Uh, <laughs> and the other thing I found is, you know, I always get really pissed off, like if a shoe breaks. <laughs> like, mm. like it's a like if a shoe lace breaks when I'm putting it on, or if you know you go to kick it off with your like push one one foot onto the heel and it just rips off the heel. Yeah, <laughs> it's like uh, God damn it's it. A, yeah, it's like a very personal existential moment when <laughs> a shoe lets you down.
1: <laughs> you know what's interesting about shoes is it, it do you buy? Have you ever bought used shoes? You ever worn somebody else's shoes? Oh yeah yeah it's because yeah, it's, it's crazy because it it's a whole you know it's not you know it's it's so personal shoes right. are so personal
0: right i got a pair that, off of ebay one time and somebody and i love the shoes they were really nice uh already broke in but somebody was like you know those are a dead guy's shoes right <laughs> you're wearing a dead guy's shoe. i was wearing the
1: dead man's boots you, you know? were literally well that's fine you should recycle them it's fine
0: but it is kind of weird when they show up and you take them out. and You you have no idea.
1: You don't know what the history of this pair of shoes was. But the way they've been broken in by the previous person yeah. is different. Like, we're all different. Our, our gait, our, yeah. our our arches, <laughs> our size of our foot, everything. Yeah. It's very personal, yeah. like you said. Uh, the other thing I
0: found out about shoes uh, through experience uh, was that you shouldn't have to break in a pair of shoes when you buy a good pair of shoes. You shouldn't have to mm-hmm. break in. When really? you first buy them,
1: yeah, Jesus. you should they feel. Should... Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I was. You, you, they should be, you feel perfect right away. That's not my experience at all. Well, not
0: perfect, but they shouldn't be painful to you when you first put them on. Oh, is what Jesus. I found. God. And uh, Linda These O'Keefe were... says that when when it comes to shoes, practicality and comfort are beside the point. And she says mm-hmm. that eighty eight percent of all women buy shoes that are one size too small for them
1: oh (laughs) because they just wish their feet were smaller right jesus what have we done jesus christ that's horrible
0: yeah and so i you know i know like you get a pair of shoes that you see at the store and you're like oh god those shoes look great and you stick them on and Mm. and they just don't feel right they don't feel right they're uncomfortable at the store and you're like well i'll just go ahead and get them and then i'll just wear them until they're coming they should feel at least comfortable when you buy them a good yeah. pair of shoes. A yeah, good pair of shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's uh, it's, like what Oprah said. <laughs> it's like what Oprah says. It's like what Oprah uh, says. Oprah says in relationships, people tell you who they really are. You know what I mean? They'll, mm-hmm. they'll reveal themselves to you who they right really away. are. Uh-huh. Right. And shoes
1: are the same thing. Is that what you're saying?
0: <laughs> yeah. That they'll is let what you thinking. know
1: as soon as you put them on.
0: Yeah. That shoe is going to to hurt you. <laughs> that shoe is going to let you down and hurt you in, in ways that you don't even know.
1: <laughs> I saw a a a YouTube video on how they carve like Dutch shoes out of a piece of wood. Mm. Piece of wood. It's crazy. Really? really? Have you ever worn a pair of those shoes? Those wooden Dutch no, shoes? No, Me no. Me neither.
0: No. But you know next time I, you're in Europe, next time
1: you're in Europe, try to pick up a. I got to try those up. on. And the other thing I got to try on is Crocs. Because all everybody in a hospital wears Crocs. There must be something to them. They're all wearing Crocs. Yeah. Are they comfortable? They must be super comfortable cuz to wear something that idiotic, it's got to it be better feel <laughs> good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, they're very probably, We should find it. We'll get somebody
0: on here. Well, or if somebody it wears Crocs and can like Facebook explain it let to us, us. Know. yeah
1: yeah it better feel like somebody's rubbing your feet constantly all day
0: <laughs> somebody wearing a latex glove a really thick latex glove just massaging your, <laughs> just squeaking squeaking in there like a balloon or something uh so john like you've you've mentioned as well i i think shoes i would put shoes usually people consider them to be accessories i would put them up there with like furs <laughs> with yeah. everything else that has helped people exp- humans expand out of Africa and inhabit every continent. Absolutely.
1: On. It's not clothing, it's equipment. Right. You know, right. That, uh, yeah.
0: It, it's so, you know, in this episode, I just want to say, thank you, shoes, yeah. <laughs> shoes, <laughs> shoes, this is your life. So sit back and, and, and listen to some of the highlights of uh of shoes throughout the millennia. Oh, <laughs> it's an ode to shoes. Yeah. Go ahead take your shoes off, John. Put them up there so we can see them. So we, <laughs> we can uh, say I don't Thank know if you. If I can to get it.
1: mine off. I'll try. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of sandwiched in here. We had to move me right. down closer to uh, to hotwire me into the <laughs> Wi-Fi so I'm kind of I'm kind of jammed under a coffee yeah. table here. I'm working on it. You need to have it. the the router
0: and the, uh, <laughs> the router and your microphone right next to each other.
1: Uh huh. And a shoehorn uh, apparently. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, so anyway, in her book "Shoes and Illustrated History," Rebecca Shawcross says that the first form of footwear was the
1: sandal, which is obvious. I yeah, think. it seems I mean, like it would be. Wouldn't the first form be a a leaf? Here's my shoe. This is what I'm. <laughs> oh, look today. at that! Nice. Yeah, it's a All red right. wing. It's 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 a suede. Red wing. It's kind of a greenish wow. brown suede. So, wow. yeah, it needs new. I need to get it resold though. Give give it's it time. a place of honor. Put it up. Yes. <laughs> oh, I love my I love my boots. Love, love, love them.
0: Um. Yeah. So anyway, the the sandal was probably the first. Like you say, maybe it was just bark or something. Just something to tie on your feet to keep them from like walking on sharp rocks or something. Yeah anything yeah and and they probably they didn't have to <laughs> i'm assuming they didn't have to look good because nobody was going out anywhere you know he had no place to go except just like <laughs> into the cave you're gonna and go kill the, the
1: woolly mammoth in mean, that come back in yeah. here
0: what and and uh Chakra says uh you know There was a pair of sandals found in a cave in Missouri. I had no idea that these had been found in Missouri uh, Hmm. back in the 1950s that date back. It was a cave full of sandals and shoes dating back 800 to 8,000 years ago.
1: A whole cave full of sandals? Was it like a shop? Was it like a shoe shop? (laughs) I don't know. It's
0: just for thousands of years, people have been leaving their shoes in there. I, I don't know why they were doing it but How I do you wish I you knew about
1: it. homes where they tell you to take the shoes off before you go in oh. what do you what do you think about that
0: I'm like why did you invite me over to make <laughs> me feel uncomfortable you know what I mean you know well, what
1: I- yeah i I'm sort of the same thing i'm I'm kind of like uh I'm like, God damn, I, what kind of socks do I have on? And yeah, oh, man. Yeah, yeah.
0: They should let you know. They If they invite you over, they should put that at the bottom. Like, by the way, <laughs> you will be taking off your sh-. So you know not to wear like an old pair of socks.
1: Yeah. That's what's awful. Different, you know, a different pair. You got two old pairs together, you know? <laughs> oh. Do you, you do that too? Hanging out of one. <laughs> I, <laughs> you don't even sort them. You just, just reach in there and I grab do. two socks. I yeah. sort them, but nobody in my family does. They don't care. None yeah. of them care yeah. about their socks matching. So and they <laughs> so they get all mixed up. And I do the laundry, so I don't know what to do when I'm folding the laundry. What do I do? Yeah. I try to do match ball- them up. Do you all your socks up? when you, when you do the I laundry? I do, do yeah, your- <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's what civilized people do. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, uh, every once in a while they'll do like, uh, we have to go through security at work and every once in a while they'll have like a spot check where everybody's got to take their shoes off and everything.
1: And Jesus. I swear to
0: God, it's like, I, I have to think of like, what did I? Oh God, what did I put on? (laughs) I don't remember. Oh no, oh no, maybe I got to go home sick. You know, like I turned
1: around like, no, 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 no. no." Then they think you've got a bomb or something. They attack you, they'll they'll taser you. (laughs) No, no, Uh, he just has mixed socks.
0: (laughs) So most of these old sandals were made by whatever was available. So like Mm -hmm. out here in the Southwest, you'll see a lot of yucca fiber like from the yucca plant
1: oh, and then yuck oh, jesus that sounds painful as hell that's the best they yeah. could do i guess that's the best yeah what are you gonna do tie a couple of rocks to your feet <laughs> well, that's all there is there's yucca god. and rocks
0: god it kind of defeats the purpose i've never heard of <laughs> that if somebody took like a really flat rock and tied that onto your foot
1: <laughs> yucca though it's so fibrous and sharp Ooh, yeah. god i yeah. don't know
0: not, know, not to but... mention. I mean, the amount of work I, that they couldn't have lasted very long. I no. mean, considering how much uh, wear and tear you put on your feet. But I mean, in addition Jeez. to like making projectile points and pottery, it's like, oh God, I gotta go make some shoes. You know, it's no. like everything back then must have been. You had to make everything.
1: You know. Oh, <laughs> oh. two we days should... work just to get your shoes.
0: Oh, before I can even go out, I got to like weave a pair of sandals <laughs> to put on before <laughs> you can leave the cave. We should, um we should, sometimes
1: we should try to make sandals. We should try to, make, we should try to weave our That's own shoes. That's a great idea. Only what's in our backyard. We use only what's in our backyard. <laughs> okay, yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> sandals. I think I might have a yucca. I might have a yucca out there. <laughs> yeah, there you go. But we we, uh, have we to used to have a game when uh, we were smoking weed that you'd make a make a pipe, make a smoking implement out yeah. of whatever in the room. <laughs> I once uh, I once made a bong out of a bactine bottle and a big pen. Really it worked Ooh. great. Yeah, Ooh. it was wow. a little mentholy. But, uh, <laughs> you probably could have just breathed through that bactine bottle
0: to catch a buzz off of that.
1: Yeah, you're huffing and you're smoking weed at the same time. <laughs>
0: Uh, Shawcross also says that there was a, a pair of shoes made out of leather that were found in a cave in Armenia that go Man. back 3,500 BC
1: to 3,500 BC. Jesus. Always in the cave. They're always yeah. leaving stuff in the cave. Never. <laughs> always in a cave. Yeah. I guess that's I just why. where they
0: hung out. Armenia. Well, you get home, you kick off your shoes, and next thing you know, you're extinct. Yeah. <laughs> you go extinct, and your, your shoes are left there in the, uh, in the cave.
1: I'd love to uh, go to Armenia someday. That would be really? amazing. Yeah, right, that's right. always been on all my right. list.
0: Let's work on that. Let's try to do. Right. We'll try to do a live live event.
1: <laughs> they don't have a lot of comedy clubs out there. I don't think. <laughs> uh
0: they didn't at that. Uh, Shawcross says at that point they uh, the shoe was made of leather and it was stuffed full of grass to keep the the feet warm. To keep the feet
1: warm. Okay. But wait, I don't so, understand. So you it's like a pillow? You're walking on a leather pillow that's strapped to your and the pillow's filled <laughs> full of grass. Or are you talking yeah. about just putting grass between your foot and the and the sandal? Between your Maybe. foot
0: and the shoe. Because now we're talking about it. it's like a leather bag yeah. that you put your feet in and then you oh, stuff I see. that. For-
1: oh yeah. God. They see, to- I don't <laughs> like that. I don't like that. that that'll poke you. Feet yeah. are real sensitive. I mean, you know, they, right. you torture people by hitting their feet. Oh, yeah. yeah. Why is you that? Why Why did we evolve into feet that are sensitive? That doesn't make sense. Yeah, you have your fat pads
0: on the bottom of the feet, but the rest of the foot is pretty – there's not much mm-hmm. between the bone and Mm-mm. the outside environment on that. God, but, no. You know.
1: And ticklish as hell. <laughs> What purpose does that serve? I don't know. I guess it's it's so that you'll be aware of what you're stepping on because you could injure yourself right. really easily. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: That's a good idea. We get, I what I found interesting is that they've created sho- finally created shoes after like, you know, seven million years. Like, like <laughs> we're finally making shoes, but it took a little longer for socks. At that point, we were still just stuffing <laughs> stuffing grass in our shoes. <laughs> we should try oh. that sometime let's just get some old shoes and stuff grass and grass there, in the there owl. all right i'll yeah. try it <laughs> uh the ancient egyptians uh also wore sandals of straw or leather and uh as did their ancient romans and the romans what was interesting is you had your shoe had to match your social position
1: oh really so, so this yeah. is uh, so this is where it all started <laughs> yeah so yeah. like because i when you when you say a, a, a roman or a shoe i think of a you know a sandal that laces all the way up to right the knee. right right yeah
0: that was the one uh so they had a couple of different types of shoes the romans had there the soldiers would wear something called a caliga which a caliga was like a it was like a leather shoe very robust because they were marching a lot right and and I saw a photo of a Kaliga and they had a bunch of holes punched in it for ventilation to let the feet breathe. Ooh. And, and it, it kind of looked like an Air Jordan, believe it or not. <laughs> it really? Kind of, it kind of was kind of a cool looking shoe.
1: It was kind of a high top with holes, uh, leather yeah. high top with holes poked in it. Yeah. yeah. I but mean, you, would, you would
0: still lace it up, you know, you would still lace right. it up
1: and everything. Well, they, I mean, um, that, that's, that's how the Romans conquered the world was by moving <laughs> around fast. You know, that yeah. was all about the roads and the marching so that they could get, you know, get you
0: around. You couldn't do
1: that. You couldn't do that in
0: flip-flops. You can't, you can't no. invade, you know, the entire known world in flip-flops.
1: <laughs> Listen, I've gotten pretty good with flip-flops. I, 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 when I built that tree house, I was wearing flip-flops a lot of the time. I can Where walk up really? a ladder. Hell yeah, man. Oh. I could, I, you, uh, you'd be surprised what I could do in a pair of flip flops. Oh my God.
0: Can you imagine the the Roman legions if you heard like a
1: hundred thousand?
0: What's that sound? What's that oh, sound? Mantis-
1: <laughs> flippity floppity, flippity, flop when they start running,
0: <laughs> flippity floppity, flippity floppity. Just me. It'd just be awful. It'd just be uh, they're, they're terrifying when you heard it. Flip flip flop, flip
1: flop, flip flip Do you see what they uh, did to the goths? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's
0: just flip like flip flop, flip flop, flip flop, flip 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 <laughs> <laughs> So uh, the Persians and Indians had something, they carved shoes uh, out of wood, and they were called toe knob sandals. Mm, toe knob. And this was, it was just a platform of wood with, mm-hmm. a, with a knob on top, and that's what you would put between your big toe and the,
1: the other toe. <laughs> oh, man. Jesus. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. You really got a pinch there to hold them on. Because that's what no I people know. who wear flip-flops know. You really got a... Gotta keep that toe tight if you're right, running and right. flip-flops, you know. You gotta yeah. you know, you know what also, by the way, on a flip-flop, you know when that thing yeah. when it pulls through the hole and you're like, oh, oh man, yeah. it's broke yeah. and the, yeah. the little rubber has maybe cracked, so now the that little tong right. won't stay in there. You know what <laughs> yeah, you get? Yeah. You What's get that? uh one of those, you know those things to hold bread loaves together, those little plastic squares oh, yeah. that you yeah. You take one of those, slide it in under your flip flop, <laughs> and you're good to go. Oh, really? Yeah. It's amazing.
0: I thought maybe but, you were going to, to say like you have to go get like a, a rubber washer or something from a plumber. Like take it in, <laughs> and call a plumber out to your to nope, your house. And you say, just
1: need a you just need a loaf <laughs> of wonder bread.
0: <laughs> wow.
1: Did did somebody tell you that, or did you figure that out? Did I was looking out? at my my flip flop broke. I was in the kitchen. and I was mm-hmm. like, "Hey, wait a second. Yeah, and I just I just manufactured it. I just put it right wow. in there.
0: What'd you do with the uh, the, the bread bag? After, <laughs> what did you of <laughs>
1: knot in it like everybody else? <laughs> uh,
0: a couple other interesting shoe points. Uh, two brothers, Saint Crispin and Saint Crispianus. Oh, Jesus. Were the, were the patron saints of shoemakers. And they were oh. <laughs> they were a couple of shoemakers hmm. in like the 3rd century AD. And uh, the, the Romans found out that they were, were Christians. And so they were, um, they oh, of course, no. were abused. And they, they always survived. Like they threw them in the river. They survived. Mm, Finally just dead, cut their heads off. <laughs> shoes. Oh, they cut their heads off. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> that took care of it. That took care of it. It's like, all you right, that's it. it.
1: Being a shoe uh, maker back then must have been a, a very high value. It must be like somebody who knows IT now, you know? Right, right. It's like, oh, right. Jesus, I can't it- get my lace in. Well, you just stick it through <laughs> this hole here. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's, it's the same it's as IT. Thing. <laughs> Mm. Uh, it actually, though, it
0: was called uh, the gentle craft, meaning gentlemen did it because people uh, realized how much skill went yes. into making shoes back there. And, oh, and man. in the Middle Ages, there was a difference between cord wainers, C O R D W A I N E R S, cord wainers who made new shoes mm-hmm. and cobblers who just repaired Ooh. shoes or like yeah. just put together old
1: shoes. Oh, I've so, got a great cobbler here uh, nearby my house. <laughs> really, yeah, really? Oh, he's amazing! I can take yeah. him my boots, and I'll come back in, and he'll be like, "Look here," and he'll show me how he stitched in a piece of leather there. And oh, really? he's amazing! Really? Oh, great! Armenian, by the way, Armenian. General. Is it all
0: right? Uh, mm-hmm. Um, we, uh, I think we forget we forget that there's a. I think now we just think of all shoemakers being cobblers or called cobblers. Yeah. Yeah, but there was a real distinction back in the Middle Ages between
1: the cordwainers and the cobblers. Yeah, and uh, <clears throat> that makes sense. It's like the people who uh, build the cars versus the uh, mechanics, right? You know, right. right? Yeah,
0: and they called them uh, cordwainers. Was supposed to come from the the town uh, Cordova in Spain, which was mm-hmm. uh, there was a really soft goat skin or goat leather mm-hmm. that came from Cordova at the time. Mm. And that's where we got the term cordwainers
1: mm. <laughs> yeah. some soft goat skin. that sounds good, yeah, that does sound good. I never understood uh, crocodile shoes or rattlesnake boots, those things. always really? I don't know. when I see them, I'm always like, really? how many How did you yeah. do that? Who figured that out? Yeah, how like, like a, rattlesnake. a bunch of rattlesnakes, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: uh as far as the measuring foot length uh in 1324 uh king edward of england said that three barleycorns laid end to end were were considered 1 inch three oh, barleycorns
1: boom and there it was
0: yeah. right and 36 barleycorns la- laid end to end were the equivalent of an average man's foot so Shawcross hmm. says that's where we got the foot was from just the, this idea of three barley corns being laid together and then twelve uh God. twelve of those became the foot.
1: I'm trying to imagine what a barley corn looks like. I've never <laughs> seen a barley corn. Have you? What is a well, barley
0: corn? Well, it's about a third of an inch long. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. Uh, uh, some other interesting shoe types from the Middle Ages, there was something called the Poulain, which is this when you see people at the Renaissance Festival, and they have the long pointed toe on the, the end yes. of it. Yes.
1: What was that all about? That was just fashion, huh?
0: Just just fashion. It was called the uh, Poulain, and it that, that long toe... Apparently was supposed to be suggestive of a of a man's masculinity.
1: Of course, it always <laughs> comes back to the penis. Jesus, do you remember in the '90s and and to early two thousands those long pointed shoes that guys would wear? Oh, like they were leather yeah. shoes, but they'd be extra long and pointy. God, those like, freaked me out.
0: Like these?
1: <laughs> <laughs> they always freak I, me out
0: yeah yeah i always uh i always think that at some point you know the truth is going to come out <laughs> like you maybe that's right like like why if they don't, if they're successful advertise? yeah yeah don't so, you know don't don't,
1: don't don't fake it yeah tell them don't what's
0: think, on the table right don't set the expectations too high <laughs> for, yes. for disappointment you know it's right
1: that's right, come,
0: that's right come in and a pair of hush puppies that everybody leaves satisfied you know at least everybody feels like they, they got more than what they thought they were going to get
1: speaking of hush puppies those those souls that were gum made out of gum oh what the hell yeah, yeah. those are terrible god to be at a party and somebody had spilled coke and just oh it was the worst those were terrible
0: You'd be at the party and you, you'd have to go out in the backyard and walk around in the grass for a while hoping it would it would get the the coke off. It.
1: I don't know who came up with those gum yeah. soles terrible. It was the was hush puppy a great idea. Great idea yeah. About those soles
0: there was a, there was a shoe for women at the time in the middle ages and, and Renaissance time called the Chopine and that mm-hmm. was, they were like little platform. They were wooden platforms mm-hmm. that women women would stand on to
1: kind of raise them up above oh, the, the, the ground. Like so. those uh, t- uh, sh- sh- Japanese shoes for geisha girl. you know, with the, right, the two right angled, I don't even know how to describe it, but yeah, a platform that you walk yeah. around on.
0: But they would be like six, seven, sometimes ten inches high. Like, oh my more, God! <laughs> the more wealthy you were, you would have like a higher platform oh to, my to walk God. around. With. Yeah. Mm. Um, Henry the Eighth wore a type of shoe called the footbag, which <laughs> was basically just a big, wide shoe uh, that would be stuffed with uh, uh, cushioning in there. But it was made to make your feet look really big and wide.
1: Yeah, and and for somebody who doesn't have to (laughs) walk anywhere, too. (laughs) Right, right.
0: exactly. (laughs) A footbag. The first shoes with a pronounced heel came about in the late 1500s and early 1600s in Europe. Mm -hmm. Um, They think they were probably invented, heels were invented in the Middle East, maybe, or some people even say that the Mongols had uh, heels for for when they were riding their horses. Oh, right. That Um, makes sense. hmm. Yeah, and some people even think that uh, Egyptian butchers would wear heels on their shoes to kind of, kind of raise them above all the, <laughs> all the the meat and blood and everything on the floor. So that, that Ooh, oh, I see. Bit, so
1: keep your feet yeah. dry, right? And, exactly. You kind of be up with. Oh <clears throat> God, Ooh, yeah, that's a lot of butcher blood. <laughs>
0: I know. Jesus. And then
1: so once the Europeans
0: started wearing it, what they soon found out was with your. Um, with your high heel would get stuck in the mud a lot so, huh. you know, with as you were right. walking in it. Right. And so they, ca- yeah. So what It'd they tell came
1: up- anybody who wears stilettos at a party, and it's outdoors <laughs> yeah. knows that.
0: Yeah. Right. It gets stuck. And so they came up with something. They put a piece of wood. They would attach it to the toe of the shoe that to kind of make it like a snowshoe almost for mm. when you were walking in your heels, uh, you wouldn't sink into the mud. Okay. And, but but the thing is they didn't attach it to the heel itself. And so this was called a slap sole. So when you would walk, it would make a slapping sound <laughs> with your with your shoes. Oh my god. <laughs> uh the other one was uh Louis the the Fourteenth was only supposed to be five foot five inches. the Sun King was only five foot five inches tall, which is the same height that I am. Oh. And uh he was known for wearing a lot of high heels <laughs> he would wear high heels <laughs> and large wigs to make himself look taller and uh and he would usually wear shoes with red heels that was what he was known for was red heels um and then also uh culturally it, it, they say in the 16 late 1600s what would happen is that there began to be a differentiation between men's shoes and women's shoes. And, uh, if if men's shoes, because men were outside more, they would, their shoes became more robust with like thicker heels and thicker soles on them so that they could have the freedom to go outside. Whereas women's shoes at that point, uh, they made them harder for women to walk in their shoes. So it became a way to kind of keep women in the home. Yeah. Right.
1: Well, hell they bound women's feet in China, Right. Right. Right, Jesus. exactly, just to hobble them, basically mm.
0: and and that was uh the the ideal in China, like you mentioned is was to have a three inch foot Jeez. okay for women, oh so you would have to like break the toes and then bind oh. them, and then oh. it was called the the lotus foot, and a uh. lotus shoe would usually uh they would it would be a triangular shoe to even emphasize how small the foot was on top oh of it, oh my God, yeah. Oh. Uh and then we get to I mean in the 1840s that was the invention of the Oxford shoe uh which was popular in Oxford University mm-hmm. um and then uh there was a fad in the, the 19th century for women to make their own shoes <laughs> which you don't you don't hear about I mean just like making your own clothes and making your you know knitting or something like that.
1: Oh Connie, let's see what you've yeah. made. Mhm. Yeah
0: yeah come on
1: (laughs) everybody had to be so crafty back then you know what (laughs) i mean yeah jesus
0: what would you you think
1: you could make your own shoes no no (laughs) i'm terrible at that kind of stuff are you good at that stuff i'm awful i'm awful remember i made a pair of pants once
0: (laughs) i made that pair of pants where yes uh, i remember that i only did it because uh mary had bet me that you know i found that pattern for pioneer pants out in i think it was in flagstaff or someplace and uh i said i should make my own pants and she was like you're a gemini you're gonna get bored you're never going to make your own pants (laughs) and and i was so mad my ego got the best of me i was like i'm gonna make these pants and sure enough i hated every minute of it it was awful (laughs) i remember that I remember. but but you
1: you finished them right didn't you wear them at a party or
0: something to win To win the bet, I had to wear them out in public, and that's what we had. we had
1: barbecue.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we had that party in L.A., (laughs) and I wore my homemade pants out to
1: win the bet. I remember they were hideous. (laughs) They were awful. They were awful.
0: Those were terrible pants. But it was like, I hated every, I mean, hand sewing all that. I can't imagine doing shoes. Well, yeah.
1: And didn't you set the party and you weren't done and you had to really double down to get them done in time or something? I know. I know. You were stressed out about it. I remember that. I got to
0: get these pants done. I stopped going out. I stopped, you know, it took me like three months to sew those things by hand and I would be like... I gotta get home. I can't work overtime. I gotta. I can't go out. I gotta work on my. <laughs> Is McCray pants.
1: coming tonight? Nah, he's no. gotta finish
0: those pants. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jesus. It was awful. Uh, in 1908, uh, a guy named Marquis M. Converse started the first sports shoe company, mm-hmm. and uh, and and that's where you get the Converse. That was his name, Converse. Marquis oh my M. Converse. God. And you get the Converse All Star basketball shoe in 1917, and then you've mentioned it already in 1920, 1921. Charles H. Taylor or Chuck Taylor became the first player endorser after he endorsed the uh, the Converse All Stars.
1: Yes, (laughs) and and they still hold. I mean, that's a pretty amazing. I mean, yeah, the 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 Chucky uh, tennis shoe is a pretty amazing thing that it's still you know, all these years and people are, it's still at the height of fashion
0: and my daughter and wears Chucky's. Yeah. It's interesting. Uh, Dylan minor in that book, provocations on sneakers talks about, you know, all the way up through the, the late 1960s, the Converse all-star held a monopoly on the basketball shoe market. Wow. And, and that she's he or she says that, you know, during the 1980s, even uh, Larry Bird and Magic Johnson were still wearing Converse shoes, basketball shoes. Yeah. Um, but then in the 1970s, kids in New York uh, started wearing Adidas and KEDS. Mm. And suddenly, the this Converse All Star had competition mm. from people who were just wearing, just wanted to wear. Adidas, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. and and so that's when Converse All Stars had to reposition themselves as a shoe for non-athletes. Wow! <laughs> so, remember, remember, like I think the Ramones or I, I I don't know, but like punks. Remember punks would wear like or rockers would wear like yep. Converse All Stars. Yep, yep, that's right. Uh, and then Miner says that in 1985 and 1986 uh, represented a watershed years in U.S. sneaker history. In 1985, Nike marketed the Air Jordan,
1: and And the following year,
0: yeah, Run DMC then released in 1986 the song My Adidas. Do you remember that song? Yes, I do. (laughs) I've I've been listening to it uh, again, and it's like, I think that's the best song ever written to a pair of shoes.
1: Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, you have uh, Blue Suede Shoes, obviously, by Carl. Right. Martins. Yeah, good. But yeah. there's something about my Adidas is just such a love song. It, and not only that, like my, uh, it, my Blue Suede Shoes is kind of like it's still the guy owning the shoes. My Adidas is like they're the like partners. You. Yes. Yeah, they're like partners. Yes. You know what I mean? It's like me and my shoe kick down concrete doors. Me and my shoe, uh, we make a mean team. Me and my Adidas. <laughs> <laughs> uh so so I don't know. It it and Miner says, you know, beginning in nineteen eighty six, the sneaker world became inextricably changed from one where shoes functioned as a secondary accoutrement to where sports celebrity and sneaker sneakers were reciprocal signifiers within basketball culture.
1: Yeah. So it kind of began and, in
0: nineteen eighty-five and
1: eighty-six. And it's a straight line from that to Wearing Kanye's, you know, crazy shoe, yeah. that spiderweb yeah. shoe, whatever. you, That thing's crazy. They look comfy, right. though. <laughs> <We>
0: gotta, <laughs> they look comfy. We gotta get, let's save up our money and try to get some. Uh, the, the other thing Miner talks about is this idea of what, what it means when we say that somebody can't afford, somebody's barefoot or they can't afford or aren't capable of putting shoes on their feet. And so usually, you know, from a colonial aspect, we always talk about, uh, oh, the barefoot native or the barefoot, you know, like, or yes. the slaves were barefoot. or mm. and, and it's a, this idea of like you take away someone's shoes or make it impossible for someone to wear shoes. Mm-mm. That's somehow dehumanizing, somehow mm. having shoes is an aspect of of us being human beings to be able yes. to put shoes on our feet.
1: Well, you just have to watch Die Hard, you know, to realize that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. he, without shoes, he is screwed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that scene. Shoot out the yep. windows. What? <laughs> Shoot out the windows. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yip. yippee kaye, motherfucker. <laughs> 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 I you ever said that. <laughs> Uh, so finally, John, we'll just finish up. We'll talk about some of the superstitions that are attached to shoes. Okay. Uh, Shawcross notes that, you know, shoes must never be placed on a table. Really? And, and this oh, is shit. supposed when to be. Cause- when I showed you
1: my boot, I put it up on this table. God <laughs> oh, damn it. No, no. I didn't know Why shoes did you- can't go on it. A- that's just I thought because- you knew. I thought oh, you knew. I never knew that. I never knew that. <laughs> Nobody ever told uh, me about shoes on a table.
0: It's supposed to cause bad luck or even that you, you will never marry. So yeah, yeah. That's those it. are two different things. <laughs> Good night, everybody.
1: Oh. Uh,
0: <laughs> there was uh there was also a custom in Europe uh, to throw shoes after people who are going on a trip. So you would hmm. go after, after people left on their Damn. trip, you would go out
1: there and throw shoes at them. Jesus. You can really, I mean, your shoe is a weapon, right? Right. They say that, uh, an
0: exam- I mean, this went all the way up. They say Queen Victoria, uh, when soldiers were going off to fight in the Crimean War, she went out and threw shoes at them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what the hell is she doing? It's good luck, trust me. She's a queen, she knows. <laughs> Jesus, she hit me with her footbag. bag. Uh, in Ireland,
0: you should never wear new shoes at a funeral. So don't <laughs> remember, huh. keep separate. So because the idea is that if you wear new shoes at a funeral, they say that pretty soon you'll be wearing them at your own funeral. Oh, Jesus.
1: (laughs) The Irish man.
0: Yeah. Uh, And finally, have you ever heard about the custom of people putting old shoes inside a building, inside a wall? It's called concealed shoes. And it was supposed to be uh, in an article called Tracing the Footsteps of Ritual Concealed Footwear in America. Jessica Costello says that it's uh, it was meant to ward off evil spirits. So there was a custom up until uh, maybe some people still do it. But you would take an old shoe and put when you were building a house, and you would put that old shoe in the wall to keep away evil spirits. If I ever build a house, I'm going to do
1: that. That's great. (laughs) I love that. Yeah. What about the shoes that the sneakers that the kids tie together and then throw over an electric line? I know. I, you know, I was thinking about that. I should have researched that as well. What do you think that, or do you know well, what that means? I, I, or? No, no. I think it's just kind of fun to get it to stick up there, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's why what I else think, you too, gonna but do you,
0: there's all kinds of urban legends about it, you know? like Right. Um, and then, uh, you know, we've always had, what Costello says, we've always had this kind of magical idea about a shoe, and we, we talked about at the beginning of this episode of the magic that's being placed in a shoe. And you think about Cinderella's magic slipper, Hans mm-hmm. Christian Andersen's red dancing shoes, Dorothy's ruby red slippers and the wizard of Oz. And, and the idea of that, this, uh, the the idea that the, the shoe was people would, would you say like I'll walk a mile in your shoes? It's like it, it's shoes represent our travel through life, our travel, uh, through what we you know through through our travails and through all of our happiness and everything the shoes go with us and so June Swan who's a shoe historian has said that worn old shoes were chosen as ritual objects because of their ability to retain the shape the personality and the essence of the wearer.
1: yes I agree it's a very personal thing your shoe
0: right Right. And they think that's why it was chosen to be placed inside a wall, is that it had the spirit of the person who had worn it. And so you put the old shoe in there, and that spirit of that person would would protect, protect you from the evil spirits.
1: Huh. That's a lot. That's a big reach. <laughs> hey here's yeah. what we do wait what yeah yeah you yeah. put the shoe in the yeah. how is that gonna protect just trust me i <laughs> well, not you those are nice shoes i was hoping to get no, them why are you just not anymore put it, just, put it in there now give me the plaster <laughs> yeah. there's underwear it's in there you put some <laughs> no. underwear some mittens in anybody there anybody so can me. put underwear in a wall <laughs>
0: So anyway, John, uh, I think we've come to the end of our salute to shoes. I, I, I. Hopefully, this gives you something to think about tomorrow when you're putting your shoes on again. <laughs> it
1: pair. certainly will, and uh, and uh, yeah, long live the shoe. Long yeah. live the shoe. And, thank, you, uh, shoe. I, I, thank you, shoe. Thank you, shoe. I mean, soon we're all going to be, you know, put into self-induced comas, and then our chips are going to be connected to the internet, and we'll live our lives out you know digitally but i bet we'll still have shoes on our feet i hope so or digital
0: shoes i i don't think yeah. we'll be even in the oh, yeah, metaverse sure. i think we'll still have we'll still
1: have yeah. shoes in the metaverse but i mean when so. we're hanging in those warehouses you know by the strings <gasps> like coma people yeah. will we still have shoes on i'd like to have my shoes on i think me too
0: i i think i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna have my my lawyer draw something up so when that happens i'm like <laughs> he wanted to be he wants his long underwear on and he doesn't want to be
1: naked. <laughs> but can you imagine being inside the, the virtual game and, and your yeah. you, your feet are getting kind of tired? You want to take your shoes off in the real world? You won't be able to do it. <laughs> yeah, that was, that, that's going to
0: be That's torture. That's my idea. That's torture. About. There you go. Yeah. That's what would happen to me. God <laughs> oh, damn it. You'll be in that little bag, like try, trying to reach down and get your shoes yeah. off oh, in that little bag. God yeah, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> no, number one 1,075. is he, Why is he squirming around? He's he trying wants to get his, his shoes, shoes off. <laughs> it's another one who wanted to
1: wear his shoes. Steve, go down there and take his shoes off. <laughs> Just go down. He's itchy. He's itchy. Just
0: go down there. Some robot his- will come down and take my shoe off. <laughs> and scratch the bottom of your foot and then put the shoe back on oh, and go back. That'd be fantastic.
1: Now I finally see a reason to have robots. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> <sighs> All right, John. Well, Uh, well done. Well
0: done. All right. Well, this is human number one saying thank you to
1: everybody for listening. And human number two signing off. Thank you so much. And take good care of those shoes.
0: (laughs) Yeah, take care of your shoes. And uh, thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this, please tell a friend about it. And be sure to check us out on on our Instagram and also our Facebook. I'll put up a bunch of shoe photos uh, this week. Good. Yeah, because there's some crazy shoes out there. Crazy shoes out there. (laughs) (laughs) All right, John. I love you. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening.
1: Bye.